I in the Universe podcast with Martin Coward is a 30-minute conversation with LGBTQ plus thought leaders, change agents, and influencers about the power of the mind to create our future. It's an opportunity to inspire and motivate our listeners sharing stories of transformation. I'm a spiritual teacher and a mystic on a mission to create a world of unconditional love by waking everyone up to the truth of who we are and why we are here. We are the universe itself with all the power within us to create our future. The inspiration for this podcast was my latest breakthrough in late 2022 when I let go of control of our company, Financial Heart Space, and delegated everything to my partner, Abba Henry, and our amazing team of champions. Oh my God, I was free. I was free. I realized that I am the universe and so are you. And I am here to wake everyone up to this truth. Life on planet Earth suddenly became wildly exciting and the expressway is full of woke people all over the world leading a movement to wake us up. The intention of this podcast is to make you aware so you will join our movement. Let's get started. Hello and good afternoon and welcome to I Am The Universe with Martin Coward. I am Martin Coward and today my guest is Brian Bashan. And he is also a spiritual teacher and coach like myself. And we've got a very exciting show for you today talking about the power of the spirit, the power of the energy, that creative life force within us that we all have, but we need to be aware of in order to create our future. And when we're aware of that deep force within us, it's not some nice thing to do to be spiritual. It is a powerful, powerful energy force within us. It's the same energy force that created the entire universe, as a matter of fact, pretty powerful force. And when we tap into that and we're aware of that, there's nothing we can't do. And that's what we're going to talk about today in our show. But before we get to that, we, we I always, always have a an in, somebody who influenced me in my journey that helped me get here today. And uh, today, Brian and I were talking backstage about who we might want to, I like to try to find somebody that we both have in common. Uh, and I, we, we said, well, you know who I'd like to interview? I'd like, I'd, like to, I'd like to recognize someone who's not all that well-known, but he's been a man that's come into my life rather recently. And he's been a big influence in where I am since he's come into my life. And I'd like to recognize him. I'm like, well, that's a wonderful idea. Why don't we both do that? So uh, Brian, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. And I want you to introduce your your candidate of who, we, who we're dedicating this show to as an influencer in your life life. And then I'll come back and I'll talk about mine. And then we'll we'll talk about uh power of that energy source in us to create our future. Beautiful. Right? First of all, Martin, it's such a joy to be here with you. I always enjoy our conversations as you've been a great uh, support to me and a catalyst and a special hello to everyone who is uh, listening live or in replay. And so for myself, you know, it was in July, I was speaking with a very good friend of mine from Seattle, and she was sharing about her work. And she said, you know, what I kind of 
aspire to do is what this person does that I'm really inspired by. His name is Lee Harris. And she said, have you ever heard of him? I said, no. So after we ended our conversation, I, of course, I went on to like Google and YouTube to look up Lee Harris. Lee Harris is a uh, channeler and intuitive who has an incredible podcast and platform and speaks to people around the world. But he gave an energy update that he does every single month about what's happening in the world and how that can relate to our life. And I remember listening to that and I, I was in my kitchen and I'm like, who is this? His words were just so crystal clear. There was such a peacefulness and it just drew me in. And I have to tell you, it was a wonderful spiritual teacher, a wonderful platform that just really started to change how I look at business, myself, and it's just powerful. So Lee Harris... Uh, it's been amazing. It's wonderful to have these people because we get to be those people. We get to share that message with others. And mine is actually a young man. Uh, he's my he's my executive assistant. His name is Khalid Shaban. And he is a young, in his 20s, African man. Uh, he comes out, he, he's been living in a refugee camp. Now he works for me and lives in Nairobi. He is a product of our Diamond Mine Academy. He is I found him as a, as a diamond in the rough and now he's brilliant. But this is why I want to share with you is that uh, he has shown me he his heart, his, his level of evolution into this world of unconditional loving energy is enormous. And once I went over and met him mm-hmm. and breathed a little fire in that little ember that was still burning when I met him in the middle of a camp with no hope, mm-hmm. and I breathed a little fire into him and brought him back to life. And when I brought him back to life, he has shown me that higher level of consciousness that has been so powerful it has got me to where I am today mm. he didn't even know he's doing it mm. but I mean and, and, and today every day I get to work with him and I get to experience him in that experience of unconditional mm-hmm. loving energy and that's how I learn it mm-hmm. and that's what the power of the program that we're doing is for the Americans for people like you is if you want to really engage in this energy and use it to your advantage to build the world better mm-hmm. then it's a great opportunity for people to join us in our program the mentoring side of our program to meet people People like Khalid and Abba and others who have taken me to a much deeper place in the heart, a much a field beyond my wildest understanding, a field of pure, unconditional loving energy. Mm-hmm. And that's where I drive the bus today. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun. So I got to thank my my friend, assistant, and my teacher, Khalid Kaban. So Khalid, thank you so much. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you much. That's really beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh, so Brian, what do you want to tell us about today? I, I you, you have your own show and I love your show. So soulfully speaking. I believe it's mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful show and you're here to tell us about unlocking the spiritual power to ignite your business life and why is that so important so tell us why is it so important to to bring your spiritual when we've been taught all our lives don't bring your personal life into your business which mm-hmm. is absurd if you ask me how could you be how could you not right so you know it really is it's really simple I mean for for those who uh, are new you know to who I am and in my background it's, it's very unique I had actually been a Catholic priest for eight years. And then I freely decided to resign and to follow my heart. And I left and I became an executive uh, in New York City and Toronto. And then eventually I founded my my own mission as well of work called Evolution Evolution. It kind of brings it all together. So spirituality obviously was always part 
of my life, right? Obviously as a priest. But, and I found that when I left and began a whole new life in corporate America, you know, in, in the world of fundraising in particular in New York, that that sense of spirituality or intuition, whatever you identify, helped me, helped me do things that were beyond. So for example, you know, when I left, it was in 2008, you know, for those who remember, that's when the economy just tanked suddenly. And there I am, you know, on the corporate side of things and all these businesses and, and portfolios that I was working with, the money was drying up, wasn't available. And it was quite scary. It was very, very scary. And, you know, the C-suite were putting a lot of pressure on us who were on the front line about saying, if the money's not coming in, there's going to be more layoffs internally. And I remember the one Friday afternoon, there was this horrible meeting. The CFO brought all of us who were kind of the main revenue people into a boardroom and really led a meeting of fear, passive, aggressive fear. And, you know, in a calm tone, but saying things are going to be drastic and bad if we don't do things. And we all left, went back to our little desks and cubicles. And it was a Friday. And people were just as white as my shirt. Just the blood was drained out of their whole being. And I remember just packing up my laptop and I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. And I remember they said, aren't you, aren't you nervous? And I was like, mm, I've been through bigger changes in life. But that <laughs> weekend, I remember being out for a walk. And all of a sudden, I asked myself a question. I said, who do I need to connect with that I'm not thinking about? And I don't know if I said that as a prayer to the universe or prayer to my higher self, but I, I was curious. When instantly an image came to my mind of my top drawer in my office in New York City on 32nd Street, of all these business cards wrapped up in an elastic band that I'd forgotten about. And there was one card that came to my mind of someone I had met a few months earlier. And it was a sense, I've got to go back to that card. So on Monday morning, I open up the desk, I get all the business cards out, and I got the card of the one I was thinking about. And I reached out to that gentleman. And the reason I reached out is because he told me, he sat next to me at this dinner, and he said, I have a lot of funds that are not being tapped into for diversity. And I remember reaching out to him saying, is there something we could collaborate on that you'd be interested in doing with the American Cancer Society on diversity? That was the catalyst for the biggest event that took place later that year, for the first LGBT event ever focused on LGBT cancer that brought in the highest revenue, new relationships. It opened up a whole new department whenever the departments were closing. And it was a beautiful reminder for me at that moment that when we're open to our intuition and our spirit, it's more powerful than a pipeline that's getting dried up in the midst of a crisis. It expands us to being open. So spirituality, our intuitive ability, our sense of being creative is so natural in our work. And we have I think, to I think that you're, I love that story. And I think it's exactly how the universe works. What I'm curious to know... <laughs> What I have been talking about lately and what I have found to be true is that the universe is offering us opportunities to grow and expand our souls. And they always seem to come in the form of some type of disruption. Mm -hmm. There is a distraction. Our lives are going this way and we think we're going the right track and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And then all of a sudden the world, let's just use the biggest one, was a, a big disruption was COVID. So all of a sudden in the beginning is a friggin' big disruption. I mean, I think the biggest disruption ever, ever to hit the global in a world where we're so globally connected. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then now I look at what 
the universe was giving us in that destruction. And I, I have found in my experience, and I believe you too, is that when we came out on the other side of that disruption, <laughs> that distraction, we were, a, we were a much wholer, a much kinder, a much more evolved race of humanity around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've talked about in the past, I woke up to a deeper level of truth during the pandemic and became much more interested in being a coach and a teacher and ran a contemplative show on, 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 on uh, YouTube and stuff. And so I think all of us in some degree woke up and found ourselves, we are part of something much bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it was all due to a disruption. And that's what I'm hearing in there is that all of a sudden I had this disrupting day at the office and all this thing backs up and I went out and went for a walk and all of a sudden I got still, I got quiet enough. The disruption caused me to get still and quiet. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm hearing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love your comment, but what I'm hearing is this disruption in my office made me feel bad. I packed up my bags and said, I'm leaving. I'm not worried about anything. And you went out and you said, what do I need to do now? And you listened and you all of a sudden you got the intuitive guidance from the universe who's offering you this opportunity mm-hmm. to truly disrupt your life. What you did after you met him was, I'm sure it was not on the same path that you were on before you had the disturbance in that office. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, you know, two things that I came out of that, they were really powerful and just, it, it just kind of came to me now listening. One of the things that happened in the weeks that after I started, I reached out to that person. And then I started reaching out to all these other people that I started thinking about that had the same funds to tap into and started rolling. That started to have a ripple effect to my team members that they started reaching out to people they never thought of. So the energy on our team was rising because people were having positive meetings. They were seeing successes. And I think the important aspect is that in moments of chaos, in moments where it seems very dark, That is the moment that our soul and our being is most open to creative solutions. That is, say that one more time, if you can remember, I always forget what I say. (laughs) I don't know. I just kind of came out. But in the moments that are, are the darkest, that are most chaotic, that are fearful, are the times that our soul is most open right. to receiving. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and, and to go back to our disruption, we're so focused. We get into that state sometimes where we're so focused on a problem. Totally. I don't have enough money to pay them all. I'm, I'm, and we get so focused on this bad thing happening and we get so full of fear and the universe is just trying our best to give us these disruptions to get out of that fear. And we're sitting here trying to fix the past, which you can't fix in the you can't can't fix the past. The past is done. But we're so we're so focused on fixing the past in some way to get out of this discomfort. Mm-hmm. We can't see this abundance of opportunities because they look like disruptions that we don't want to be disrupted from our focus on our problem. <laughs> totally, totally. And I think you know that's why spirituality, however anyone identifies it, spirituality is about being attentive to who you are the essence of your gift. That's all it is. It's not talking about religion or how you practice that. It's about the essence of who you are. And when you allow that to be, you're allowing the fullness of you to be present. I think that's one of the things, going back to your great comment about the the pandemic, you know, that was only when we slow down are we open to receiving. And I just feel a universe just put a big red button on the world, you know, during the pandemic, like, guess what? Everybody's stopping because it shifted things. And I think before the pandemic, and it still exists, unfortunately, a lot of corporations, people were not treated respectfully, and it still exists. But people were, you know, numbers, they could be the attitude, you'd hear these stories of how people were treated, the different aspects were there. And that is not being a full human being of mind, body, and spirits. And that's where people are evolving to say, no, we need to bring that in. So that's why that sense of spirituality is so important to our work. And when we allow that intuitiveness to come through in our work, wow, 
That's where our creative genius is. That's where there's opportunities. Doesn't mean you're still not going to struggle and have those moments of fear or doubt, but you're going to be alive and you're going to trust it. You're good. You're good. You're, those fear, those doubts of fear actually become, doubt, become feelings of excitement. They can. It, yeah. And, when you're working you know, That's really what I find is that when I'm, when I'm, when it, it first feels like fear and then I'm like, I feel it. It's like, well, actually, what I'm afraid of is the unknown. But from my experience as being a, an awake human being, I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that I'm an awake human being and you are too, is that being awake, I realize that I don't have anything to be afraid of. I just need to let go of it, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. easier to say when you're not in it, when you're in that place. So when you're out there lost in the woods, and we all get there. Then I need my team and my friends and people like you to say, hey, Martin, we love you. Come on back. You know, you're, you're, I know you're lost out there in the wilderness thinking you're not loved and you're disconnected from us, but you're not. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the advice I give you is don't think because we've been if we get more spiritually evolved that we don't ourselves as human beings, we're still human, human. <laughs> and we yeah. still and I would say that for me, that sometimes the higher the highs, the higher, the the lower the lows, the lows for me are really very short, mm -hmm. but they can be very intense. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the beauty is, is that I've had enough practice myself and I'm surrounded myself by enough spiritually enlightened awake people that they wake me up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But we all go through that. So don't think that, you know, that if you're once you wake up that you're like, oh, there's no going to be more struggles. And, you know, it's, it's right. not how, how it works at, at all. It works right the opposite. But what we begin to what we do is we begin to use those those shadows, those struggles, those challenges, those difficulties that make us feel bad. We can we can then begin to love those things and see as opportunities. Mm -hmm and transmute that fear into love. And that's how we create the future. That's how we manifest. Really. Yeah. I want to just build on something you said, that I think was really, really beautiful. You know, we transform them into love. You know, I think no matter what the shadow is in our life, no matter what we're working through, there's a sense that there can be a real shame. Oh, I'm dealing with this. or this is what I'm not working through. But that is actually when you engage with it, open to it, that is where we transform into love. And yeah, and I love that, particularly around the subject that I work with most that I'm, I'm a specialist in, and that's around money mm -hmm. and money shame. And particularly around gay men who, whose feelings of worthiness have a lot to do with their pocketbook. Mm -hmm. And I can say this, that if anybody's struggling with money, it's always a matter of unworthiness. It's always an issue of worthiness, always, every single time. And, it, and it, it doesn't matter how much money you have or you don't have. It's always a matter of feeling worthy of it because you've gone into that fear of not being good enough. It's a fear. It's just an energy. Mm -hmm. And what happens is in our lifetimes is we, and we, we get out of it. I, I get back into it. You know, I've gotten through it and I get back. I know it, but I know it, I know it when I see it now. So I don't get so freaked out about it. But for people who are going through, who've been going through the struggle most of their lives, they don't really understand why they're struggling. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that the solution is inside themselves. And they got the solution is self-love, mm -hmm. learning to love themselves and know that they are worthy of living, having a million dollars, of having what they want in life mm -hmm. and having those things. But it's but it's really what happens is with those the, those those dark energies have been pushed from painful events in our past, have been pushed, pushed so far down in our in our being. They want to be released. So things happen in the world that trigger those. Maybe you get a letter from the IRS. You get a bill you didn't expect. And all of a sudden you go, I go into that feeling of shame. Oh my God, the universe is against me. It sent me this bill. Oh, the IRS mm -hmm. this money. Oh. And then I said, then, okay. 
and the uh, Martin, I got this, and the universe, let it go. Mm -hmm. I got this. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, um, the mm -hmm. worry is gone. And mm -hmm. you know what? Whatever that was, I don't know what it is anymore. It's it's just not there. And mm -hmm. it's, it was never an issue. It was just a fear when I saw IRS on an envelope. Mm -hmm. So it, that's what we're talking about there is that real, real shadow work that we all have to do. And that's the journey is to mm -hmm. always be learning to love and accept those parts of ourselves we don't like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that is the gift of why we're here. I mean, yeah. we think that's the hard part, you know, and that's where the world is, isn't it? We think at a certain age, you retire, you're done. You know, that's, that's how in the West we're, we're brought up. Like you hear it so much, what age are you going to retire? You know, planning for your retirement. And it's a sense of like, it's a false belief that, oh, when you retire, you're done. Then you enjoy life. Well, in the spiritual aspect, there's no retirement. Like, it's not like, oh, when I'm 65, I'll be enlightened and it's great or whatever. No, you know, it's always going. I mean, just to give an example, my mother is 88 years old. She had a health, uh, major health uh, situation right on Christmas day and she's recovered beautifully. However, I'm looking at my mother who's 88 years old and she's still learning life lessons as she's had to allow and surrender to a new home environment of making changes. And she's done it beautifully. I mean, this is a woman who's so self-sufficient and very strong, but I see this beautiful grace in her because she's allowing the situation, allowing what the universe has happened to see how much she was loved. That's what she said. She said, this situation showed me how much I was loved by people in her building, from her family. That's a gift. There's no retirement in the spiritual age of coming alive. It's there is no retirement. Never. And she will get you up in the middle of the night to do th if, you, if she got something you want you to do. Yeah, totally. And I love that story. And because I can, but I guess I can feel that you're having the same, you're, you, her transformation, her awareness, her learning, she is transferring that to you. Mm -hmm. And you are getting to experience that through the spiritual connection of empathy and compassion and the love for your mother. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. That's 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 the value of spirituality. That's a powerful force of energy of creation. That is mm -hmm. it at work right there. And really? I love that story about it because it's a win for everybody. She and it could be, and you we all know people who are in the same exact physical location feeling like a, a victim mm -hmm. and it's that's painful too because you understand that they didn't want to be a victim but they're stuck there mm -hmm. yeah. and so what we get to do in our world is we get to go out and find those people who are stuck in those places and help them get unstuck absolutely <laughs> That's, it's that's, the joy of, that's the joy of doing what we do is that and we learn it from our mothers who who aren't stuck yeah. Hey, and, there's another way for you to live in this. There's another way for you to live. There's another way for you to live in this refugee camp than the way you're living. And I know I've got five guys that I got out of that camp who are living pretty good lives and nothing really has changed too much, except that they've got a little income coming in. Hmm. Um, but then, then the current circumstances in, in the environment in Africa right now, it's still hmm. pretty horrible. But the reality is, is that they now have a sense of hope and empowerment. That there's a power bigger than all of this is running the show that they're tapped into mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And that's what's making things happen. That's what, how we make change happen. So yeah, I love that analogy. I love that your story with your mom. That is mm -hmm. just gorgeous. And and I can feel the, 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 the transformation within you and the learning within you of, of the power of that, of that grace of accepting the world exactly as it is for a place of love and gratitude for everything that is. And that's just a wonderful example of that. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, just to get to expand just a little bit on that too, is, is, you know, believe me, it's a work in progress, right? To get to oh, it, yes, yes, sir. And that's a very yeah. true statement. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I mean, you know, in December, I was with my partner, we were in Columbia, supposed to be there for several weeks. And that's when my you know, mom was taken sick and we made the decision for me to return back. It was the right decision, but trust me, I didn't want to be back in the cold. I love palm trees. My heart was in two places. I'm like, oh my God. And, you know, it just, it was tough. On New Year's Eve, my mother was transported from a hospital to a rehab center. And that's the day I arrived. And I'm sitting outside the rehab center at eight o'clock on New Year's Eve, alone in a car, pitch dark in the parking lot, waiting for an ambulance to arrive with my mother. And I remember at that moment, I just, did some breathing just to get settled. And it was a shift inside of me that simply was, this is about a mission of love. This is a mission of love. And that transformed all my intentions for 2023 were out the window and 2023 turned into it's a mission of love. And it just expanded in a powerful way. And that's influenced my how now i'm looking at work and what i'm doing and love yeah. is at the heart of it and yeah and and and, 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 and when it happened i remember when i was i was in puerto rico when it happened and you were in you were in colombia or something i was in colombia then i had to fly back to toronto then and then directly and to Boston. so you had a, you had you clearly had a disruption from your vacation in south america or the caribbean wherever you were and look at how that disruption when you I'm sure when you got the college, like, oh, shit, I got to get on a plane. And go, blah, blah, blah. But then you say, wait a minute. The universe always delivers in a disruption, mm. something wonderful. And look at what wonderful thing has happened. Oh, yeah. Because you said, yeah, of course, I got I'm on this mission. I got to go. But it's my mother. I got to get on a plane. I'll, I'll you know, I got to go. On, I, I, there's no I don't have a choice. I got to get on a plane, go see my mother. Mm. And I, you know, I said, oh, yeah, I'm on a mission of, of love. And my whole life is about a mission of love. Mm -hmm. It's how the, how the universe revealed that to you so, so beautifully. And yeah. I love the story and it just fits in so beautiful to what we're all we're talking about today is about that power to unlock, um, you know, they, they called it spiritual back in the day before we understood energy. Mm -hmm. uh, today, so now when you hear spirits, we've often associated with religion. Yeah. Uh, and I've quit using it a lot. I'll talk more about energy because people understand energy and yeah, they understand yeah. the quantum field and they understand science. And energy and spirit are the same thing. I mean, it's exactly the same thing. And it's just unseen energy. It's un you can't see it. So it's spiritual, it's mm -hmm. unseen, mm -hmm. but they're the same thing. And uh, if people can realize that and get unfixed with like, spiritually and an image of a God that doesn't exist, some, something believe in. Spirituality, I guess in short, spiritually is not a thing to be believed in. Spiritually is the experience of who we are. Mm, absolutely. And you know, yeah. I, I want to, it, it's funny, right before we had our conversation today, I was with a client and you know, this client you know, is an executive, also is uh, works with getting investors to help with an amazing, amazing, amazing big uh, organization. 
And he said to me, he said, Brian, I, could I pick your brain? He said, I have a very big meeting with one of the big accounting, one of the big four accounting firms today. And he said, this is with one of the partners. And how would you handle this? Like, I want to go in to talk about, you know, partnership and what we can do and stuff. And so we went through some strategy. But then at the end, I said, let me tell you something. The most important way to approach this meeting is that you have to see yourself as light and you have to see yourself as a powerful essence of your energy going into that meeting. And I said, you have to see that when you walk in there, the meeting is from the heart. I said, even you're going to be talking about what different things, but if you go in the right energy that you're there to speak from the heart and you release the outcome, you're open to listening. I said, people are going to feel it. And I said, you also have to realize that whoever's in the elevator with you going up to that meeting, whoever, what desk you walk by, whatever room you're in, you are there bringing a powerful presence of your energy and from a spirit of love. And when you do that, you're going to have a great conversation. Yes, you have to have your preparation and be prepared. But when you have that, that releases it. And there's not a sense of trying to grab something. It's a sense of receiving and being open. And the other person's going to feel it. And that energy is going to trigger, oh, wow, I'd love to work with you. Let's look at this. How can we do it? It changes things. That's the difference. That's evolution 2023 and for the future of how work will be done. That is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful summary. And before we close, we're getting on the half hour. Is there anything that you, is there, how do people get in touch with you? And are you doing anything special right now? Are you, I know you have a podcast. Talk about a little bit about that, a live show every week. Uh, anything else coming up special and how is the best place for people to get in touch with you, Brian? Yeah, sure. So the best way to reach out, obviously you can, through my website, or you can email me, brian at evolutionevolution.com. Definitely on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a weekly show, 12 o'clock Eastern every Monday, Soulfully Speaking with Brian Bashan. And one of the biggest things I have coming up, we're going to be announcing it next week. I'm doing a retreat at, on April 22nd. It will be in Toronto, um, and it's going to be with uh, two other very powerful individuals. Uh, and it's called Spring Cleaning for the Soul. And it's a day about tapping into that energy, tapping into who you are to be more alive, in springs about new growth. So if you're in the Toronto area or you want to fly up and join, reach out <laughs> to me and we'll give you the information. It's a very tempting offer. I am that might be the universe offering me something. My my media, oh, I can't do that. And I thought, well, when my ego says you can't do something, <laughs> my heart says, Yes, you can. If you want to do that and it's right for you, you'll do it. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great offer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm really going to give that some thoughtful consideration. I can't think of anything more fun than to go spend a week, a day with you and your friends on getting deeper into our hearts. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, thank you for the invitation. And I will give that some real thoughtful consideration. Actually, Wonderful. Thank you. There's more to come. I'm planning more after that too. So yeah, and I, and I use it as an example because immediately my mind's, oh, of course I can't do that. And my, my ego said, that's my ego. That's my shadow. And then my heart said, well, there's no reason you can't do that if you want to. You just yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. I think one of the great things about that is, yes, it's in person or they, but one of the things I'm, I'm offering in that is there's going to be 21 days later, 
a an online Zoom as well to see how things have been integrating as a community as well. So it's it's going to be a great great way to do it. Lovely, and I I'm, I'm serious. I, I mean, this is how I operate. When my ego tells me not to do something, it's like really beautiful. <laughs> Well, it's great. Well, it's in Canadian dollar, but it's even better for you. So you can come up. So there you go. And it, you're not even that far. I could even drive as far as that's yeah. concerned. It's great. It'd be a nice little road trip. Who knows? It's going to be in the 33rd floor of a building, all glass, overlooking the city and the whole Lake Ontario. So it's going to be magnificent. You'll be above the ground. Amazing food, meditation, activities, and, and really just a way simply to go inward. So you can live your life with a newness. That's what springs about, just a newness, a new lens. It's like cleaning the window just so you can see a little bit brighter. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for that invitation. And thank you for being here. I've got something too I want to offer people. I I am partnering with uh, a new nonprofit called the Diamond Mind Academy. And we're looking for, right now, we're looking to for 30 specific individuals awoke people people who are already awake to this truth and want to bring other people into uh, want to take themselves more deeper into this truth of awakeness of energy of unconditional love and we've got a program at the diamond mind academy looking for 30 people who want to participate in this first beta testing of our program we've been pilot programming but we're going to beta test it uh with 10 with 20 First, off first, uh, acad first class academy. Okay, we're gonna be our first class coming through, and we're looking for 30, 30 people to participate in the program and make this thing happen, bring it to life. And this is what's in it for you on the American. This is what's for you on the African side. If you're a marginalized African living on the streets, if you're a refugee and can't get jobs, whatever, whatever your situation is, we're here to give you a scholarship, teach you the skills give you the money you need, get you off the street, get you in a safe place so you can learn the basic skills you need to build to make money on the internet. That's that's part of the program. That's what you get. But if you're on the American side, the, the, the gift we have for you is the African themselves. Because until I went to Africa and met Abba Henry and my brothers and sisters in Africa, I had no idea what this unconditional love energy was, really. I thought I knew, but I didn't know until I did it. And so when I did it, when I actually experienced it, I'm telling you, I moved into a new realm of consciousness I did not ever know existed, and I have not come out since. And it is a gorgeous way to live life. When you're sitting, when I'm sitting in, I am now, when I'm sitting in the seat of consciousness, I just feel a sense of love and kindness and generosity and joy, and it's a beautiful way to live. And it's from this energy that we create our future. So if you're out there and you want to participate and be one of our beta site people and you think you qualify, reach out to me. I'm not going to announce this publicly because we're really being very selective about the people we want in our program, particularly in this first one. But if you're out there and you're someone you feel like you're, you're an awoke, awakened human being and you care about saving the life of somebody, to enlighten you and bring you back to life in a way that you've never experienced, send me a direct message and I can be reached at linktree martin underscore coward. That's linktree at martin underscore coward. If that's something you'd be interested in learning more about, reach out and let's have a conversation. Okay.
Other than that, may love and prosperity prevail. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you are, please follow me and give us a review in the comment section. Let me know what you appreciated, what we could do better, and more importantly, what would you like to hear in a future episode? Let me know. And finally, if you're feeling the vibe, if you're feeling the love vibe, give me a hashtag, I am the universe in the comment section. That's hashtag, I am the universe in the comment section. And if you are feeling something, stop and feel it. Stop and feel it. Really feel it. See what you're feeling. It just might be the universe reaching out her hand to pull you deeper into your zone of genius. I would love to meet you. Please join our private Facebook group, The Zone of Genius for LGBTQ plus leaders and change agents. And you can find a link to that group as well as all of my groups and a link to me at Linktree Martin underscore Coward. That's Linktree Martin underscore Coward. I can hardly wait to meet 